0: Welcome to the Gate Crashers podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your ivory tower representative, Amanda Ledeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Ledeke.
1: And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crowe, novelist and speaker.
0: Before we launch into our full episode, we wanted to take a time, take some time, to recognize someone in our writing circles
1: yeah,
0: who recently passed away.
1: Yeah. So I think I knew Aaron Schlegel a little better than you did. Yeah. Um, But he was very much the kind of person where even if you didn't get directly introduced to him, that there was no ignoring the absolute light and love of the personality that he was. Um, so last Friday, as of this recording, Aaron was killed in a tragic car accident. Um, he was only 32. He leaves behind a pregnant wife and mm. two-year-old daughter. Um,
0: um well, Chris is really emotional right now, and so I'm, gonna step in and just say, I didn't really know Aaron. I was, may have been friends with him on Facebook, definitely friends with his wife, Mary. And I just feel like it's just crushing and really sad. Um, and my heart goes out to Mary and his whole family and the so many people also that knew him and loved him and that are continuing to share memories about him online. Um, which is beautiful, very beautiful thing to see. And also just heartbreaking, you know, to know that someone, so there's, again, I didn't know him personally, mostly through online, but from what I saw, his relationship with his wife was a beautiful thing. And they had such a true love for one another and so deeply committed to the craft of writing. And it's just a very big loss and and it's just very hard so yeah so we wish them of course we wish them the best and um are grieving with them and want we want to draw everyone's attention to the gofundme that exists for aaron i will put a link in the episode description um i believe though it might be searchable if you search schlegel family donation on gofundme so we are going to be taking a bit of a break from the podcast um, through the holidays and maybe a little bit beyond. Um, so for today's episode, I thought we could just talk about look back, look back on the year, um, look back on the podcast. No, this isn't going to be a reflection episode. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Where you play clips of? (laughs) Oh God, the time time
1: commitment. I know. (laughs) If I was, yeah, no. With what time? Yeah. Nobody has any.
0: No. Uh. So, reflecting on this past year, Caris, what do you feel was like the biggest thing you learned this past year when it comes to your? like, the writing category of your life? I would
1: say the importance of taking organized notes, like, whether you identify as a plotter or a pantser, mm-hmm. making sure that you have those tools in your belt. I recently purchased a tool called Plotter, um, and it's it's for organizing, like, your story plot, your ideas, your story bible all that stuff it's it's great it's everything i've tried to to make excel do Mm -hmm. but you know excel is great for making spreadsheets not it's not designed for the way i use it (laughs) (laughs) excel is in an abusive relationship with me (laughs) uh but that's been that's been the hardest thing this year is just trying to find like this is my first time writing a book, too. I mean, it's written, but so it's definitely my first time editing a book, too. And thinking that you're right and that you remember things correctly, and then not, because your notes aren't detailed enough. So I I would say that if you want to write a young adult urban fantasy that slowly scales up into an epic fantasy, A, maybe don't maybe don't do that uh but if you if you must if if you persist keep really good notes really really good notes
0: yeah how about Uh,
1: you did you did you learn like
0: well i have something to tag on to what you just said because it reminds me of george martin who was like i heard him at shy con years ago and he was like why did i come up with seven kingdoms why did I do that to myself? And it's so, like ever since I heard that it's been in my head like if I'm creating a world or whatever and mm-hmm. if I think if I think oh we should have like 5 of this no we need 3 like to just <laughs> yes. take a step back you can always add more you can find a way to add more in future books right, right? but you can't yeah. like remove <laughs> so take a step back um but for How what do I feel that <laughs> oh. <laughs> why are there 10 dragon species why isn't there two <laughs> why did um, I have to give
1: everyone their own plot
0: <laughs> why Literally. did everyone matter why did everyone have to matter in the beginning
1: <laughs> right why did I write that epilogue if I hadn't written that dang epilogue Oh my
0: gosh. So taking a step back can be a good thing. Um of course, and notes when you decide to just move forward with plot lines for every single character. <laughs> um I think this year was a lesson in sticking with what's working. And mm-hmm. um I may I may want to be a certain kind of agent or a certain kind of writer or a certain kind of business person. Um, But I shouldn't do that at the expense of what's going well. And I think, you know, who we want to be in this business and who we are are two different things. And the sooner we accept who we are, the sooner we can really step into that and be the best at it you know yeah um this is a really outdated example but for a long time i wanted to be the science fiction fantasy agent i wanted to be in those circles and represent fiction and when i accepted that that's just not where things are moving for me, like things got easier (laughs) when I accepted that and, um, moving forward now, like talk, like, um, having clarity on what I'm about and what I'm good at and where I'm headed. And it's, again, it's not, it has nothing to do with like the idea of myself that I want to have. It's just trying to look at myself through clear, like a clear lens and like, what, who am I? What is good? And trying to stick with that and so it's helped me to say no to some clients that maybe in the past i would have been tempted to take on mm-hmm. um just because of celebrity notoriety or just being able to hang your hat on yeah i know i work with that person because that is a big deal in this business especially for agents so i think just having that yeah that clarity about who i am and what i'm about and what i'm good at and kind of removing the whole what i want that to look like really been helpful this past year and it's helped me focus my agent business and it's which is going to continue to like be refined and focused and then it's helped me to take on other work outside of agenting that has brought in really nice paychecks and that's been nice money is a good thing you know when you um yeah it's nice to be rewarded for that for the work so that's my lesson that I learned this year and I'm learning
1: yeah that's a good one I like how mine is like I like how yours is very like overall and like a good takeaway and mine basically boils down to <laughs> help I'm drowning <laughs> help <laughs> I think I think if I did have another lesson from this year aside from the note taking thing uh it would it it would come down to throw a spine mm. nobody is, else is going to make this a priority and if you allow everybody else to walk all over you you'll never you'll never be able to accomplish what you want yeah you, you have to take that for yourself yeah you know
0: life is always going to get in the way. There's mm-hmm. never going to be a time where life isn't in the way.
1: Right. There might be different if you're degrees
0: not, of in the way, but yeah.
1: Yeah. If, if you're not making yourself a priority, nobody's going to walk up and hand it to you.
0: Right. I think is maybe something else I learned or relearned this year was that you just cannot predict the business you can't you can't you can't there's there there's no assuredness is that the right word there's no certainty yeah in this business you may have a book deal with your dream publisher that does not mean it's going to go well you may right. you know you may have a meh deal with a little publisher that doesn't mean it's going to go poorly you may you know you <laughs> may be doing your own thing that doesn't mean you're going to suddenly be making tons of money or maybe it does like it's just there's yeah there's no certainty in the business and I think that's why prioritizing like making space for it making time for it And just stepping into like, what's working, what's going well. I think those are like, that's like a recipe for success. Yeah, I agree. So listeners, as we leave you for the next few weeks, something to be thinking about is what you've learned this past year, um, how that can better inform your writing and your business acumen going forward. And then of course, I mean, I'm a big fan of goals. And so how does what you've learned, how does that inform like your goals for next year and what you want to accomplish and what you want, maybe new habits you want to form um, or a new approach you want to take. So I think those are all good things to spend some time thinking about over these next weeks and to map out your hopes and your plans and your Maybe truths that you've learned um, and how those can help 2023 be the next stepping stone for you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers Podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when we launch season five.